Why would you do that in the middle of church? Yeah, that's what I said. That's what you said. I'll tell you because um, I'm trying to learn to follow the voice of the Holy Spirit. And so uh, we had an elders meeting on Tuesday night at my house and we were praying so hard that Joe, you know Uncle Joe, with a red Adidas cap. He forgot his cap at my house. But then something happened so awesome, I, I needed to use the cap as an excuse to tell him about what happened. And so I phoned him. I'm like, Joe, where are you? He says, I'm in a meeting. I said, where's your meeting? He said, Bayside Mall. So I said, I'm coming to bring your cap to you. He says, no, I'll get it another time. I said, no, I'm coming. I have to tell you something. He said, oh, okay, bring my cap. <laughs> so I took the cap and I went and I parked at Bayside Mall and I walked in and I gave him his cap and I told him all about it. He came away with me just for a minute from his meeting. And, uh, and then I left him and I was excited because I was going to Mervis's house. Um, because I was going to meet with Mike and uh, Rui to talk about worship and stuff like that. And so I thought, as I'm walking out of Bayside Mall, there's a donut shop. And I thought, yes, donuts. I'm going to get these, you know those donuts, like with cinnamon sugar and... Yeah, okay, sorry, I'm getting distracted. Okay. So I go and I get in the queue and there's a lady in front of me. And, and, and I stop behind her, and then there's a lady who comes and stands behind me. And, uh, and I'm, I'm busy, I'm just, you know, looking forward to the worship meeting, and the lady buys a pie, because it's also a pie shop. She buys a pie and a drink and whatever, and she goes to pay, and then the Holy Spirit said to me, pay for her. It's happened many times before to me. So I was like, oh, excuse me, excuse me, can I pay, please? So she says, oh, okay. So... I pay, uh, and uh, I said, oh, and then the Holy Spirit says, no, give her all the money that she took out as well. So I said, okay. I said, I really feel Jesus wants me to give you this as well, and I gave it to her, and she just looked at me like, Jesus? I said, yes, um, I'm a Christian. Uh, yeah, I love Jesus, yeah. She said, oh, thank you, thank you, yeah. And she took it, and she took her pie, and took her shopping bags, and off she went, you know. So I'm like, I go up to the till and the lady behind me taps me and she says, sorry, I, I, I don't want to interrupt you, but I can tell you, I felt and I saw the Holy Spirit all around you wow. while you were doing that. Sure, come on. You must know the Holy Spirit is with you. I said, yeah. oh, wow, thank you so much. That's amazing, you know. And she says, sure, I've got goosebumps, you know. I said, okay, no, that's like a thank you, you know. And I, uh, uh, and I said, I said, uh, I, I said, can I please have 12 donuts, you know. So the lady gives me the donuts and I get my box and I'm like, bye-bye, God bless. She says, bye-bye. And I walk away with my donuts and there's the lady that I bought the stuff for about two shops down. She's put her shopping down and she's waiting for me. And she says, excuse me. I said, yes. She says, please, I need to talk to you. So I said, okay. She said, this morning, I've been struggling so much, and my brother died, and and I just said to God, God, if you're there, can you please just show me today? Wow. Sure. And you came and you told me that Jesus told you wow. 
She said, you need to pray for me. I need God. I need to be forgiven for my sins. Amen. I, and we went into the little alleyway by the parking lot there by Bayside Mall, and we prayed together, and she was crying, and yeah, and, and it was awesome. And she gave her life to Jesus, and she said, whatever church you're from, I'm coming on Sunday morning. And that was her. Which is why I thought, Thank you, Lord. let me rather let her not be stuck in Humewood Avenue trying to find the building. Yeah. So that's why I was on the phone. Right, Just saying. Yeah. Austin, come and do it, whatever you're feeling. And if anyone else is feeling something, this is not the Lucas show. <laughs> this is the family of God. Peter and Afia have been examples for us already. Gaffer. Yeah, Father God, thank you so much, Lord, that you've given us the Holy Spirit, God. You've given us your Holy Spirit, Lord. And that we're never alone, God. And that we, we don't have to do these things by ourselves, God. Um, and that you do it for us, God. It says in, in your word that you speak for us. You give us the words to say. Yes. Father God, I just pray for the church today, God. I pray for every single person here as an individual, man, woman, and child, God. I just pray that you would be with them, God, um, and that when they when they feel that nudge, that go say that or go do this, they would know that it was you, God, yes, and that they would step out in faith, God, and that we would have many more testimonies like this come out of out of out of our out of the body, God. Yeah. Father God, I pray for radical salvation, God. I pray for 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 for. For the lost to come home, God. Come on. And I pray for, for a revival to break out amongst us, God, because yes. of your Holy Spirit breaking out and using us, God, to, to, to be your hands and feet on earth, God. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I pray this in your name. Amen. 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 Amen, Ozzy. Who else is feeling something? Yes. week God has been highlighting this amazing scripture. I mean you all know the scripture that if you have faith like a mustard seed you can move mountains but this mustard seed is my favorite one. It's from Luke. What is the kingdom of God like and to what shall I compare it? It is like a grain of mustard seed that a man took and sowed in his garden. And it grew and became a tree, and the birds of the air made nests in its branches. We are all mustard seeds. That means we walk in faith, and we plant wherever we go. And, oh, yeah, I won't go down many rabbit holes. I can go down. But be a mustard seed. Mm. So. Wonderful. Wonderful. Did you guys hear what Bjorn said earlier? Where's Bjorn? Bjorn. Please remind us, what did you see? A man, what? In a field, what? From there is fine. Um, I just saw like everyone, everyone in the field, um, like a, almost like a, on a farm. Um, and some had a mustard seed, but like some had a seed in hand and some were planting their seed. And the Lord just said, um, like, He wants everyone to plant that seed. And when we do plant that seed, He wants to come water it. And when He waters it, it's going to grow into something 
I can't even imagine it. Like I can't, I can't describe it. It's bigger than a tree. It's like such a space, such a small type of thing. And yeah, it's just having having faith like a mustard seed because you can do, you can make a mountain out of the mustard seed. Amen. Amen. Do you think the Holy Spirit's telling us something? Yes. He and He's showing us examples of mustard seeds here that are already trees but will become forests. So, I want to encourage you from the Word of God, if you have your electronic Bible or paper Bible, Declan, I've got your Bible in my bucky. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Philippians chapter 2 from verse 1. You may want to look at it. You may not. It's up to you. I'm going to read it to you. Here we go. It says, so if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Okay? Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it to you in English. Because I find reading the Bible, sometimes I read that whole thing and I'm like, it sounded a little bit like blah, 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 blah. Okay, so now I'm gonna tell you, what did I get from that? And, and, and I'm gonna read more. It's, it's warm now. Thank you, Jesus. What I read is, have you received forgiveness of sins because of Christ's work? Have you? Hello? Have you received eternal life to come as an inheritance from God the Father? Have you received fellowship with God the Holy Spirit now and friendship with Him now? And does He speak to you and encourage you? Have you received adoption into God's family and love from His people? If so, then have this. Have one mind among you. Have one heart. Have one love. And have one purpose. Okay, that's what I read. Then it continues and it says this. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility consider others more significant than yourself. Let each of you look out not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Okay, now I'm going to read it in English. Don't be selfish. Don't do everything just for you. Or just for your own family. Don't count yourself something. Count others more important than you. Don't look out only for your own interests, but look out for the interests of those around you. Amen. 
Amen, Ray? Yes, I love that beard. <laughs> Is it a beard or a moustache? Let's see. Woo! Yes, see. When I grow up, I want one like that. <laughs> and then it says this. Having this mind among yourselves, which was yours in Christ Jesus, <coughs> who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but he emptied himself by taking the form of a servant being born in the likeness of man and be, being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. And in English, be like Jesus. Think the same way he did. He had something. He was something. In fact, he was the best thing. He was the highest thing. He was God, but he didn't count it something to be grasped. And when I read that something to be grasped, I thought I need to read it in a different translation because I'm not getting it yet. I'm not grasping what he's saying. And so, I'll read you in three different translations that little verse. Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used for His own advantage. Yo. Another one, though He was God, He did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. And the last one, which is the amplified version. I can't say it any louder. <laughs> Who, although he existed in the form and unchanging essence of God as one with him, possessing the fullness of all the divine attributes, the entire nature of deity, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped or asserted as if he did not already possess it or as if he was afraid to lose it. So, I was thinking about that in your context. And I was thinking about, where's Kricher? There. Okay, so Kricher is one of the most uh, fit, uh, handsome, <laughs> I mean, I saw him the other day, he was wearing short pants, and I think I was having thigh envy. <laughs> But if he had all of that and all of the knowledge about nutrition that he has and all of the knowledge about exercise and, and, and health and sport that he has and he just used it for himself, if he kept it as something to be grasped and retained for him, then he could go for Mr. 
you know, Mr. Where do you live? Uh, Mr. Bloberg. <laughs> and maybe he would win. So what? He's already got a wife. <laughs> but what does he do? He takes all of that knowledge and wisdom and understanding and training and stuff that he has and he invites people to come and exercise with him. And he teaches them and trains them and helps them. Who so far is benefiting? Put up your hand. Look, look. Krika, how long have you been in our congregation? A uh, century, yeah. I think you went to church once. So he's been once to church and he's got more of you in his little exercise community than most of our community leaders do. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? Now for each one of us, we have something like that. God has given us something. Who are we using it for? And I was thinking about Susan. Susan is in our congregation and she is a Pilates instructor. And every Tuesday morning and Thursday morning, I see Susan before I see anyone else in my family. Because she's training my wife and me when I can, which is not often because I go and surf, rather. But she's using the skill and the knowledge that she has to help us to be healthy and strong. Do you, are you getting me? It's not about, I'm not talking about fitness here. I'm talking about using what we have for others. What did Jesus do? How did he live? He emptied himself. He took the form of a servant. He humbled himself and he became obedient to the point of death. He was something and he gave it all for us. So here's my question. Who are you? What defines you? What strengths do you have? What gifts do you have? What kind of seed, Bjorn, is in your hand that you have to plant? And whom are you planting it in? Look at Peter and Aphia. You don't have to be an elder to start a church. Okay. The Bible says everything that we have has been given to us by God. It's not something to be grasped or retained for ourselves. It's something to invest. And the question that I felt the Holy Spirit asking us today is, what are we doing with what He's given us? Who are we using it for? What goal or end in mind do we have by investing our time and our energy and our life that we have on this earth? I saw a Facebook post this week by Uncle Will. Did you see it? 
inoperable cancer. Some months to live. It made me stop and think. Because if you're like me, you think that you're indestructible most of the time. But every one of us has got a date. And until that date, we can invest. And after that date, we reap the return of our investment. Yeah. If we're spending all of our time at work, work is good. But what are we called to do in this life? It's interesting. It said not only that Jesus emptied himself. So how many of you have ever gotten home at the end of a day and you feel empty? You are finished. You are tired. You're like, if I can just reach the bed. Anyone ever felt like that? Okay. Who hasn't felt like that in the last week? Put up your hand. Be honest. Come on. Okay. So well done, guys. You guys are not emptying yourselves. I'm not saying you have to be exhausted every day. I'm just playing. But I'm asking the question, are we emptying ourselves for others and for Jesus? Are we humbling ourselves like Jesus did? It says he became obedient to the point of death. Are we obedient? Pay for that lady's food. Ach, I'm in a hurry. I need to get donuts. Every one of us is called to that. And I want to ask you, if you don't know what you should be doing or how you should be serving, would you speak to somebody? Speak to your com leader, your deacons, your elders, your friends. What do you think God has put in me that I should be using? Have that conversation. Okay, now we're nearly finished. What was the result of Jesus living the way that he did? I've got two questions. What was the result for him on earth first? And what was the result for him in heaven second? It says this. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Okay. What was it like for Jesus on earth? I'm asking you. What, what did he get for humbling himself and being obedient and pouring himself out? What did he get? Yes. He died. He died. What else? Twelve interesting disciples. 
<laughs> one of whom? Okay, so he got hurt. What? Mutilated. What else did he get? Mocked. Spat on. Stabbed. Whipped. The hairs pulled out of his beard. What did you say? He said what? He got you. He got to walk with men who loved him. Those disciples. He got to experience the power of the Holy Spirit at work through him. Can you imagine how lucky it was? Lazarus, come out. Uh, what is that in Dutch? What? Lazarus, come out. Come out. There we go. Okay. He got, and 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 so he got to experience a lot of suffering, and he got to experience a lot of joy and camaraderie and love and glory. And that's what we are called to here on earth. Pour yourself out. I promise you it's going to be uncomfortable. I promise you people are going to let you down. They're not going to appreciate you. They're going to talk behind your back. They're going to, and the more you give, the worse it's going to get. But the better it's going to get. Because your life will become full of glory. Your life will become full of testimonies, of deliverance, of people giving their hearts to Jesus. And then in heaven, it says that he was exalted by God. He was given all glory, all honor, all respect. He was given all that he might have sought for himself here, but he was given it by the one who owns everything and controls everything for all eternity. And it's the same investment proposition that I have for you today. Humble yourself, pour yourself out, and seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness with your life. And then the Father, both here and then, will give you everything in way greater measure than you could ever have gotten for yourself by grasping what He's given you for yourself. So what should we do? I'm keeping reading in Philippians chapter 2. Therefore, my beloved, therefore, my beloved Earl, as you have always obeyed, so now, not only as in my presence, but even more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you, both to will and to work for His good pleasure. Okay, so what must we do? We must be like Jesus was. We must obey and do the same that He did. But it says, work out your own salvation. I think that is work out in two different ways. I think the first way is work it out. In other words, figure it out. Find it out. How can I serve? 
What can I do? How can I pour my life? Annie, as a mom of five kids, homeschooling, feeding a very hungry husband, <laughs> managing a household. How can I serve Jesus in my context? Well, when the Holy Spirit puts someone on my heart, I can phone them. I can encourage them. I can invite them with me and the kids. What about all the other homeschooling moms? I can give them my knowledge and input and help and encouragement because all homeschooling moms want to um, feel down sometimes. So figure it out. Work it out. And the second one is work it out. In other words, start doing something. And as you start doing it, it will take a course. So, Krieger again. Yes, see, you're on my heart. He arrives here. He's like, hey guys, I know how to exercise. Can you see? <laughs> no, he didn't do that. <laughs> but he starts encouraging people, one, two, three, and then, oh, but maybe there can be like a little piece of land. Maybe I can build a little thing, and maybe people can get together in it and, and exercise it. Maybe we can have a coffee shop, and maybe we can, and maybe not. But we don't know if we don't start. Right? I felt the Lord say to me, church is going to be different in this season. So I'm like, Lord, where do you want us to meet? And I just saw meeting in a field. I told the elders about two, three weeks ago, I can see us all meeting in fields. I'm like, I wonder which field we're going to meet in. And so I saw that field there with that hill there. And I thought that would be cool. But that belongs to the International Pentecostal Church of Africa. And so I called them, hey, can we use your field, please? We'll take a little space. And they said, no, you can't use our field. We are the International Pentecostal Church of Africa. We use it once a year with a tent. Thanks so much. Lord Jesus, you own a thousand fields. Please, can you help me to get a field, Lord? And so I drive because Sonia, Merv's wife, said, why don't you try Klein Roosboom? It's a wine farm over there. I thought, okay. So I'm driving. I drive here. I turn right to Charlie's Wood. I drive past Mount High School, uh, junior school, whatever it is. And as I'm driving, I see these beautiful yellow canola fields on either side. I'm like, yo, Lord, I wonder who owns this. And then a tractor is in the field. So I pull over. And I'm like, excuse me, who owns this? They said, it's a man called Mr. Curry. He lives in that farm up there. You can't even see it from here. It's like over that hill. Is he, he lives in that farmhouse. I said, is he there now? He said, I think so. So I go, turn right into his driveway. I've got the right car for it. Through the potholes. I get there. There's, oh, there's two boar bulls. There's like a massive two ridgebacks, you know. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Lord Jesus, be with me. Open, the, go out. And there's a guy 
in a Toyota uh, FJ Cruiser with, and there's about eight men like, hanging on the side of it, yeah? He says, yes, what are you doing here? I said, uh, hello, this is Mr. Curry. He's like, yes. I said, uh, I saw some of your guys on the tractor. I want to ask you, I, I work with a church. We need a field to meet in. I, I see you've got a beautiful farm. <laughs> he says, be here nine o'clock tomorrow morning. I'll give you my answer. And he drives off. <laughs> okay. So I had an elders meeting. Nine o'clock Friday morning, I phoned them. I'm like, guys, it's going to be at 9.30. So Merv says, why? I said, because I went to see a man about a piece of field. He said, I'll come with you. I said, okay, cool. So Friday morning, up. Oh, by the way, I went to all the wine farms. Ntida, Maastricht, Bonami, asking, please, can we have a little space on your many hectare farm? No, go away. Okay. So, Friday morning, 9 a.m., me and Merv turn in there. Merv sees the dogs. He's like, I'm not getting out. <laughs> he didn't say that. He said, Looks! <laughs> so I get out. Part the dogs, go to the house. Hi, I'm here to see Mr. Curry. He's not here. I said, uh, so what can I do? No, he went, there's an issue with the cows. I said, okay, where can I go? No, you cannot go on the farm. Come back later. I said, no, 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 someone else must be here. I've got a meeting with Mr. Curry. He said, the, the madam is here. I said, okay, I'll speak, I'll speak to her. She's in the bath. <laughs> I said, okay, I'll wait. About 10 minutes later, me and Merv are waiting with the dogs. Oh, you look at my green shoes that I have. They are filthy because the dogs were dripping on them and standing on them. It was beautiful. Especially watching Merv with the dogs. Good boy, good boy. <laughs> He says to me afterwards, if one of them goes for you, the others will join the party. <laughs> so eventually Mrs. Curry comes out, you know, and, uh, hello, can I help you? Yeah, yeah, we're with the church. I spoke to your husband uh, yesterday, you know. He says, oh, sorry, he's gone out, you know, he must have forgotten, you know. Um, but uh, tell me about your church. So we're talking and then we hear about the family and the daughter and, we, yeah, can we pray for the daughter? Yeah? Oh, cool, cool, cool. Eventually, Mr. Curry's not coming. It's like 20 past. The elders are all waiting. I'm like, okay, sorry. Um, can I leave my number? Get in the car. Drive out. As I get to the M19 there, I turn left. Big Toyota behind me. Bap, 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 bap. Pulls over. He says to me, you bunch don't wait long, do you? <laughs> I said, oh, I'm so sorry. I thought you said nine o'clock, you know? <laughs> so he says, so what do you want? Where do you want? I said, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what's your land, whatever. You decide. He says, okay. And he drives off. So I get back in my bucky, follow him. 
come down here, we stop, come through, and he, he stops here where Anton's car is, and he says, come, so I'll go with the bucky, he says, I own all this here, he says, bring your church, we can have 8,000 people, if you want, in different camps, he says, as many as you want, you bring them. I have one requirement, that you also have somebody by the road and call all those motorists to come and join your church because they all need Jesus. I'm like, no ways. He says, okay, I'll tell you what. You can have it for three months. If you're good and you don't leave litter, you can have it for as long as you want. I'm like... Do you think the Lord is for us? Okay. Okay.